Yeah, just a sec, I'm checking. Uh, Amanda Hugging Kiss? I guess I'm looking for Amanda Hugging Kiss? Oh, why can't I find Amanda Hugging Kiss? Ah, ha, ha. Maybe you started to too high. Welcome back, Simpsonites. I'm here with my co-host and cousin, Anthony Angelico. How's Anthony? it going, Gus? I'm good. How are you? We're back. Yeah, for what it feels like... Number uh, five. Number five, yes. And what was that amazing thing that we just heard? Well, that was our theme song. We got a freaking theme song now. We, I mean, this is just all very surprising. And who... What amazing person in our life made that possible? So the amazing person that made that song was my sister Ellen Angelico. Uh, she runs. Uh, she's lives in. She's a country artist. She makes music for a living. She's stupidly talented, and as soon as we told her about what we were up to, she very quickly jumped in and helped us with theme song which was amazing and some other things that we'll unveil over time so just gotta give a huge shout out to ellen um thank you so much for everything that you do and being just an awesome human being in general so this is the time that we're gonna like build her up and compliment her but the next time we talk about her we'll just really make sure that we get some dirty secrets and we're just gonna just generally make fun of her because that's more fun uh, honestly, I don't think that's such a good idea, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thanks, Ellen. Anyway, so we have a an interesting show today to get to a very kind of a topical thing involving Mr. Apu Nahasapima Petalon. And so we'll get to that in a minute. But before that, I think uh, we should just spin that march. Why not? Let's spin that march. You want to do the honors? By all means. Green. This is a green hair day. So let's see. What do we got for greenio? What shall we be doing today? I always have to remind myself. So this is a who said it. Uh, so I put these together, which means when we do who said it, you're the one who's going to get quizzed. So... Don't cheat and look at my screen, but I'm going to pull up the Who Said It list, and we'll see if you can get it. All right. I can't, I'm not going to do it like he says it, because it would give it away, but the quote is the following. Ugh, loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. Comic book guy? Yeah, that's an easy one. That just, like, teed up for you. Uh, let's do another one. But you gotta spin it this time. Well, I wanna give you one more. One more who said it, because that was too easy. If a cow ever got the chance, he'd, he'd eat you and everyone you care about. Homer? Is that your final answer? Yes. Ah, incorrect. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, that's... Oh. 
Yes, thank you. Absolutely correct. Thank you for adding a sound effect to your own failure. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, that was Troy McClure. Uh, if you remember the PSA he did for uh, for like the meat industry, and just an amazing quote from the writer. So thanks, Troy. All right, I'm gonna go and spin now. Right. I got it. All right. Blue. A bluey. Oh blue boy. hair. A easy. real a real blue haired Mark. All right. Sounds like you're gonna get an easy question. All right. Do you have your list for me? I have it right here. Okay. Go ahead. What is the name of the cheap lawyer in The Simpsons that just they that The Simpsons always go to? Uh, I think you'd be referring to Lionel Hutz. Ah, that would be an aff affirmative bell. Where are these sounds coming from, I might ask? Our soundboard! Oh, our soundboard. And, and how did that come into being? Well, my sister... Well, my sister made our soundboard. Oh, the same one. We have two. The very same. So this other sister of yours, she's really just not pulling her weight at all, is she? I'm not going to say her name. I wouldn't just... I don't know She who knows who she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, amazing. So we have a soundboard as well. We're going to start working in drops because that's just fun. But that was ridiculously easy. Can you give me a hard one? All right, I'll give you a hard one. Let me see if I can find one. Uh, okay. How many times did Bart and Lisa try to convince Rabbi Krostovsky to forgive and talk to his son Krusty? Herschel Krostovsky. Correct. Um, how many times? Gosh, so you mean like within that one episode? They yes. They kind of like went back to him? Yep. Hmm. It was at least four. I'm going to say six. No. Womp womp. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> Thanks for that. Seven. Oh, come on. I'm so close. That's a good guess, though. Come on. For just totally guessing. Can't give it to you, unfortunately. No, no. All right. Well, um, we'll spin that Marge another day. But I feel like it's always a lighthearted note to start on. So um, I will mention that this episode is brought to you by carbon dating the dating service that helps octogenarians find love no apps no computers just brochures snail mail and answering machines carbon dating scours millions of obituaries to find folks near you who are recently single and ready to mingle picking up the pieces has never been easier with carbon dating under 80 need not apply carbon dating can what? you believe it they're sponsoring this podcast that I don't believe, but what is carbon dating? Is that like, so, is that like uh, someone frozen in carbonite? That's a Star Wars reference for you. Is that like someone who's frozen car in carbonite and the elderly person has to go on a date with a human popsicle? <laughs> that, you should really pitch that to them. They might be, yeah. You just like, don't have to talk to them. You just get to look at them and they're sort of... Uh an easy dinner date yeah no i think it's a pun uh for the scientific method of taking something really really old and figuring out how old it is uh, they call that carbon dating if you find like you dig up like a piece of a statue and you're like how old is this and they put it through a machine 
and they look at the carbon and that's how they can tell it's like 10,000 years old versus 20,000. So this clever company, uh, they sort of leaned into the idea that their whole service is for people who are like going to be dead soon. Very, uh, hats off to them. I mean, wow, what a concept, you know? Um, thanks for that. So I think we should get into the meat of the episode, which is Apu. Apu Nahasapima Petalan. Go ahead. You have a... Oh, you have a... That's a Brockman's bullet. I mean, this isn't really news, but... Okay, I'll take it. Thank you. Here, let me... Let me ruffle my paper, because that sounds like a, that sounds like something a newsman does. So, an interesting kind of things discussion has been happening since the mid, I would say, two thousand and tens. And in twenty seventeen, um, a documentary filmmaker named Hari Kondabalu came out with a, a documentary called "The Problem with a Poo," and in it. Uh, sitting at so, by the way, sitting at ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So by all accounts, it's well done. I did watch it, um, and it's pretty fair and balanced, I would say. But the point overall is sort of pointing out that for a lot of Indian Americans, the caricature of a poo was, if not offensive, I guess a popular term these days is problematic, and the reasons uh, stated kind of from people who are Indian American themselves were like, you know, we don't have any sort of representation on TV at all. And the one guy that does represent us is like this caricature type, which to be fair to the Simpsons, all the characters are caricatures essentially. But fact remains that like if they finally get representation and the one guy is this sort of like can be stereotypical in some ways, but is also three dimensional, which we'll get into that later. Um, and a lot of the people who were on the documentary were talking about, you know, essentially that was the one thing that, you know, they were made fun of at school. People would use the accent. They would say, thank you, come again. They would, you know, just a lot of bullying, um, relating to the Apu character because the Simpsons was so pervasive. So he frames the problem as, you know, Apu, uh, as he was portrayed looking back now through the lens of our, our modern times was, uh, not the greatest approach. Um, what are your thoughts on that sort of argument? Well, honestly, you know, I really would, you know, I really wish Hank Azaria was on our show to give us his thoughts for, because he voices this character. He voiced this character for 32 seasons already. And, you know, after listening to three episodes, I'll name off the episodes as soon as I can, out my phone well and we should be we should say that uh a year or two ago um hank azaria decided after much deliberation to step away from the character i think he thought about it a lot he said so um and so they kind of removed a poo from the show because no one's no one does him besides hank and he hank was like well after i thought about it i think you know, I'm not going to do it anymore. He didn't say it shouldn't be done at all or the character shouldn't come back. He just said, it, my time doing the voice is over. So that's a bit of background. That's my, all right. Well, I'll leave off the three episodes that I thought that could spark some attention. Uh, season 5, episode 13, Homer and Apu. Season 7, episode 23, Much Apu, About Nothing. 
and season nine, episode eight, the tomb misses Nahasapino Petalan. Yeah, exactly. And I, wa- I watched these two, rewatched them. Um, so we'll get into some of that. Um, but before we do, so at this point, 2017, The Problem with Apu came out. And last year, this comedian, another an Indian-American comedian named Akash Singh, um, he came out with a comedy special and later, like, the title that Bring Back Apu. And he's sort of making the argument that, like, the opposite argument, which was like, hey, this guy was, you know, actually a role model for a lot of reasons and we'll get into later in the like this episode like the things we found when we rewatched the episodes and stuff but let me play you just a minute long clip of this is akash singh um from his comedy special bring back a poo and he's sort of saying the opposite of what the, the documentary was saying so let's just listen to that what was racist about a poo here is a brown man Married to a beautiful brown woman, owns his own business, selling overpriced products to unwitting white people. Who is not racist? He's the American dream. The only thing that offended my parents about a poo was I'm not a poo. I'd be like, what about his accent? Doesn't that offend you? And they would be like, your accent offends me. Have you heard yourself speak Hindi? It's embarrassing. So, uh, interesting. And I feel like now that there are multiple viewpoints around the issue within the Indian American community, it's kind of an interesting time to kind of look back and see what we think about it. Uh, as two white dudes, obviously, like, we didn't grow up getting, you know, with any of those negative consequences. We didn't grow up, you know, uh, feeling like we weren't represented on TV but at the same time, I, I can understand his point of view too, which is like, and we'll, and we'll talk now about kind of what we found the Apu character to be represented as in the show. Um, because it's much more like, even though all the characters on the Simpsons are based on a stereotype, like the cop or the groundskeeper or the bus driver, or the principal, whatever, like, like Apu is among one of the most sort of like fully flesh out 3d characters in the show. And I think, so we'll go back through the episodes that we watch and kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, the first one, which is actually the latest. So this is the most recent episode called The Two Nahasapima Petalons, Season 9, Episode 8. Um, do you have anything you remember from that one specifically? I don't, except for one, lo- like one line. But it's, it's when... Uh, isn't that the one where him and the marriage and his arranged marriage and they like revisit that, right? Isn't that the one? Um, but, but at one point in that, Apu describes himself like like Marge. I think they, the arranged marriage breaks up and then eventually get back together. Spoiler alert. But um, No spoilitos on this show. Oh, sorry. I know. We should have put that at the beginning. Um, but at some point, he's like single and they're like getting him up to some bachelor auction and Apu has to like describe himself. And this, he, he basically describes himself. Uh, he has a doctorate in computer science. He runs his own business. Of course. Uh, he loves to cook, uh, not a big talker, but loves to listen. And in his leisure time, he likes to build furniture and discuss where it could be placed in a room, (laughs) which is essentially saying, Oh, I'm into carpentry and feng shui. So like, as a character, like, this is going to be a theme in 
the, the at least my interpretation of the character as he's presented on the show. He's a very talented, smart, um, like all around sort of like accomplished and sweet person. Um, whereas like a lot of the characters in the show, they're clearly like buffoons or they're criminals or they're inept or they're devious. Like they have these like very broad character traits and a lot of the time over and over again, you'll, you'll find Apu is not represented that way at all, which is kind of interesting. Um, uh, but to be fair though, ahead. he's, uh, taking care of his wife and, um, Oh, trivia question. How many kids? I'm going to say 10 kids at least. Those are octuplets. So you're right. So it's at least eight and I think it might be eight unless they had more. I think it was 10. It's it was 10. 10. Okay. It's 10. So oct octuplets, de decatuplets. I don't know. I think they had eight together and then they had two more or something. I don't know. We it, should know that, but we don't. It's, it's amazing. It's astonishing. Even <laughs> Heavens not, to Murgatroyd, 10 kids. Oh, good God. Not, not as many as Cletus, but he's, he's working on it. Yep. Yeah. Cletus, the Cletus uh, family or Cletus's family is like the Duggars of the Simpsons world. Uh, and then, so that was one episode. That was the takeaway. The, the second of the three was Homer in a Pooh. This is season five, episode 13. And, um, and this uh, also, and this stars a very talented actor, a very well-known actor. It does. Can it you would, get, can you uh, guess which one it does or which one? I mean, I know, but are you asking the people at home, the listening? listening? Yes. I am. So the trivia question would be there who what Hollywood actor has a stint of working at the Quickie Mart? That would be the question, right? So anyone at home playing along, if you know it, well done. But Anthony the answer is James Woods. James Woods, who is like char equal parts charming and terrifying to the customers of the Quickie Mart, <laughs> which is kind of him in real life. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Um, but we love him because he's a talented actor. Because that's all that matters. Right. In our world, if you could dance, you could do whatever you want. Look the other way for all the other weird crap you did. Just kidding. But it's kind of true. Um, so anyway, in this episode, he's Apu is busted for selling bad meat. And he, he like, picks, you know, gets Homer sick and sends Homer to the hospital because, like, something he bought. Um... And he wants to work off his karmic debt. So immediately, you know, we see somebody who sure, like, did something wrong, but immediately felt bad about it. And, and it, in order to, to fix things, he shows up at the, the Simpsons' house and, and, and insists on, like, doing nice things for them. So there's, like, him raking leaves, like, cooking, like, teaching, teaching Lisa how to play some weird instrument and, like, teaching Bart how to do yoga. So he gets his job back, and that in the meantime, James Woods is working at the Quickie Mart. Um, He's setting up for a role for the guy who for a guy who actually works his own convenience store. Yeah, yeah, in some some strange movie role that James Woods is, is prepping for as a method actor. Um, but eventually, so he gets his job back. There's this whole arc of redemption, and then um, I have a piece of trivia for you from this episode. Apu related a story where he once worked how many hours straight? I'm going to guess... Oh, was it like 26 hours? No, 48 hours. Uh, that's a long time, but it's even more than that. 
Guess again. I give. Okay, he, he said he once worked 96 hours straight, and then they, they show <laughs> security camera footage of, like, the end of the shift, and he's, like, he's, like, acting like a hummingbird flying around the store because he's just, like, so punch drunk and not had slept. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. I knew you'd remember that because you remember everything. But anyway, so in this episode arc, like, he is, like, the depiction of him is fallible right because he makes a mistake but then it's like there's a redemption arc and he, you see that he's like a talented person he's empathetic he's hardworking, and he and overall i think he's like honorable because the honorable thing to do if you made a big mistake you know hurt somebody in your life would be like repay your debt to that family and that's sort of what he does for the simpsons so interesting there but the big one the big meat on the bone which i think it shows the brilliance of the show it also and how they could be really funny but also really thoughtful um, was the episode from season 7, episode 23, titled Much of Who About Nothing. And this episode is so much in it. It's so good because they essentially highlight America's unfortunate past with immigrants and immigration and how we can sort of have a lot of xenophobism, which is fear of the other fear of the new uh which is like a human trait yeah but it's it's in our country just like going back like so much so many examples and so many different ethnicities you know for a while it was the irish and then it's like the native americans and it's you know african americans like there's so much uh it's all a little bit different and i don't mean to say they're all the same but but this episode in particular is so good so i just want to do that the beats from it and we have a couple clips as well um, but it starts with a random bear uh, wandering around the neighborhood. Um, I guess like Homer and Lisa see it, and then all of a sudden uh, the, the public gets wise to this bear. They complain to the mayor. They establish what's called a bear patrol. <laughs> so um, like an angry, like the bear patrol kind of like an allegory for with some of the things we've done with uh, immigrant groups. It's just like, oh, like they're scary and new. Let's like do something about it. And so, of course, the bear patrol doesn't do anything because there weren't any bears to begin with. Um, but Quimby is getting pressured from the public uh, because X, Y, and Z. And it somehow gets tied up in illegal immigrants. Um, and they wound up, so as a, as a guy, so there's like an angry mob shows up at Quimby's door. And Quimby has a great line which says, ducking this issue calls for real leadership, uh, which is a very Quimby line. So instead of, in order to shift the narrative, um, Quimby basically says like, oh, this is like fault of immigrants and they, or, or there's like an immigrant problem to shift the, the narrative. And then they say Prop 24 is like basically deport all illegal immigrants because that has somehow will make things better. So the, a lot of the episode is about Prop 24 and, you know, if you vote yes on 24, it's like, ship them all out. If you vote no on 24, it's like, no, they're okay and stay here. So in, in their depiction of, like, the people who are yes on 24, it's a lot of, like, ugly Americanism, um, which we have a clip to kind of document that. Uh, this is in, so this is in Moe's bar, and Moe, Barney, and Homer are all making signs to convince people to vote yes on 24, which will deport all illegal immigrants. Um, and so we'll play that here. You know what really aggravates me? 
is them immigrants. They want all the benefits of living in Springfield, but they ain't even bothered to learn themselves the language. Yeah, those are exactly my sentimonies. Yeah, well, fuck off! Uh, you shut up, Bond. So, again, um, the depiction of, like, the people other than Apu are pretty... The problem? Constant Sorry. flying oh saucer attacks. Oh my god. The solution? And thus, the okay. Earth is saved. Uh, okay. Sorry about that, people. That was an attack. How dare you, YouTube? What are you... You got a cover for me here. I want no part of this. <laughs> it's on you, not me. <laughs> you can't leave your co-host... Sorry, uh, alone and sorry. I have my reasons, but yeah, sorry. Can't blame you. Um, so there's this whole thing about Prop 24, you know, yes on 24, whatever. Um, and in the midst of this episode, they sort of go back to Apu's history, and we find out some interesting things. We find out he was he attended Caltech, but uh, Calcutta. Thank you, Tech. Calcutta Tech, where he was first in his class out of seven million. Again, high marks. High marks for a poo. Um, he was accepted for graduate studies at Springfield Tech, where he studied under the famous... Professor John Frank. Leaving, leaving. Yes, he did. And there's like a funny flashback of, you know, Frank doing some harebrained scheme with a computer. Do you remember? What was yeah, that? something about computer dating. It was, dating. Yeah, 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 it was don't like, touch it! <laughs> it was like early online dating. Um, it's just a funny flashback, like kind of a nice little trivia there and then you know he so and interestingly he felt bad about going back to india without paying his student loans so he got a job at the quickie mart to pay off his debts but he by the time he paid his debts off he had so many friends that he felt at home which is like a really kind of a nice fleshing out of like a real american um scenario you know like people come over here and they send money back or they get educated or whatever hey <laughs> and um that's like ha that's like a i just like that they put that detail in there it was really quick but he was just like oh yeah i you know paid off my debts but then by the time that happened this be this felt like my new home which is a very common american experience it was cool to see that um and so the vote so at some point the vote is like pending and Apu is impressed by a fake ID that he sees come into the store by Dolph, one of the bully kids, comes in buying beer with a fake ID. And he's so impressed with it that he goes to get his own. Oh, hey, we have a guest in studio. Who's this? It's our Aunt Mary. My Aunt Mary. Your mom, Mary. What? What is what, what's this? What's happening? What is this? We, we've both just been handed... Uh, Blue box of clouds. My Aunt Mary and Anthony's mom just walked into our studio and handed us both boxes with blue clouds on them that say The Simpsons. Hey, Anthony, want you? What, what? I don't know what's happening. What's happening? I have these? no idea. What? <laughs> what? Describe what you're seeing. Socks what? That's amazing! Wow. We're looking at. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve a spot on air for this. Okay, we are looking at four amazing pairs of curated Simpson socks. 
that came in this really cool box. Wait, but look at the box. Look at this caricature. There's wow. all, literally every single Simpsons out here. All there's the uh, tr the spoof trans. Man, what a gift! This is amazing. Well, there's Ghost Mod of all people. <laughs> so the one on the the sock on the left is Homer disappearing into the bushes, which is that meme that's so well known. It's great. Um, and then one of them is a huge list of all or a, a huge picture of like all the characters that have ever been on the show amazing wow where did you find this come on you can uh, see the, the internet the internet there you go the internet, the internet the answer to everything oh my god thank you this is incredible thank you mom i love you i have two pairs of simpson socks and now i have six I have four pairs, so I'm good with that. <laughs> and I have the Simpsons t-shirt. Wow, they look like nice socks, too. They kind of look like comfortable and like almost like the Bombas socks, but like Simpson eyes. Oh, my goodness. Burly. There's the burly guy. That's amazing. Okay, this is very visual, so it's, it's not a great pod, but this just happened to us. We didn't plan it. Okay, we should, uh, we should try our socks on at a later date. But that's incredible. Your mom's so nice. Hold on, hold on to your box so that way our boxes don't get mixed up. Okay, okay. Can't have box swap. <laughs> so anyway, where were we before that incredible? Uh, see, uh, season seven, episode twenty-three. So. Yeah. So I was just going to describe how he got his fake ID. I'm setting up our next clip. So he gets his fake ID, and. Um... <laughs> what is happening? And so he's like, wow, a fake ID. That's a good idea. If I get one, I can be a citizen myself. So he goes and sees Fat Tony, gets his own fake ID. Why Fat Tony? Just why, why him? There's so many other places he could go to. He just had to go to Fat yeah, Tony. Yeah, had to go to Fat Tony. And there's like a funny exchange there. But then he gets, so he gets his fake citizenship, right? He's desperate. He doesn't want to get kicked out. And there's this, one of the best scenes in the, I will put it up against many, many, like a top 10 scenes of the Simpsons show ever there's it's just so funny it's so poignant it's so well done is what we're going to play so uh, he's got his fake id and apu sort of takes on this american persona he sort of starts talking american he decorates the quickie mart to look american and we'll play this clip it's it's like two minutes but it's worth it um it goes a lot of different places so uh, this is apu americanized with his fake uh passport and we'll let it play Let's take a relaxed attitude toward work and watch the baseball match. The Nye Mets are my favorite squadron. Hey, you got rid of that goofy sacred elephant statue. Oh, yeah. What was I thinking with that? Who needs the infinite compassion of Ganesha when I've got Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman staring at me from Entertainment Weekly with their dead eyes? Look at me! I've betrayed my Indian heritage, sir. What would my parents think of me now? <gasps> make us proud, son. Never forget who you are. Don't make the same mistake I did. <gasps> oh, forgive me, mother. <laughs> Father. <laughs> I failed you. <laughs> who am I kidding? I am no citizen. This passport is a cheap forgery. A cheap $2,000 forgery. I have brought shame to my parents, to my homeland, and to myself. 
Don't forget Ganesha. I cannot deny my roots and I cannot keep up this charade. I only did it because I love this land where I have the freedom to say and to think and to charge whatever I want. I want to stay but as the real me, not as some Yahoo from Green Bay. must love this country more than I love a cold beer on a hot Christmas morning. Turn it up, Pooh. I'm not gonna let them kick you out. Ugh. I never should have bought this button. Can I have my three dollars back? Star credit only. So, uh, uh, just a great, a great little chunk of what I think a ton of immigrants to this country deal with, or anywhere. You know, it's talking about honoring tradition and honoring your family honoring where you came from but at the same time uh being you know in a new place in a new home and basically what we would call assimilation is like you're assimilating into a new society but you have a big part of you is where you came from and your traditions and honoring that and, and the the juxtaposition the push and pull between how hard that must be for people you know it's and i think they did a beautiful job of of kind of highlighting that with Hapu and over and over in these episodes. Um, I just think like he's one, he's one of the most 3d complex sort of, and oftentimes like shown in a positive light characters in the show. Now that's easy for me to say, I didn't grow up Indian American where he was the only, you know, person who looked like me on TV and therefore probably all the, you know, the worst things about him, um, probably were amplified and like put back on me. So it's just really interesting to go through and like rewatch and see kind of how, how he was portrayed. And I feel like almost at every turn, it was more complicated, more nuanced, um, more in depth than like a lot of the other characters on the show. Like you think about like even Wiggum, like, you know, the cop, like he's, he's in a lot of the episodes, but he's pretty one note. Like he's pretty, pretty much gonna like screw something up and they're gonna like make a joke about his piggishness and Apu is like a very different character uh, than that so I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts and watching all those clips and thinking about sort of the framing of him as a character so he so for me personally uh again uh, from your point I didn't grow up with any Indian American heritage but honestly there's two sides one that Going back to how people feel about this character, going um, there's one side that says, "No, Apu's great. He he's kind of he he makes everything fun," and then other and then there's another side where that says, "No, he's racist. He sa it sounds like he's being racist or something like that." I for me, I don't know where to stand honestly. I thought Hank Azaria does a real did a really good job with portraying Apu in a way that he saw fit in a way in more of a way that he saw fit so i feel like he didn't have to go full-on indian american heritage or whatever but i thought he portrayed the character really well and he was really more fleshed out so throughout the 32 seasons you kind of see how more and more fleshed out it gets like taking care of 10 kids and then realizing that those 10 kids are a nightmare uh he cheated on his wife at one point with the squishy lady I forgot about that. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah, I do want, I, 
more I don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to sound racist or anything, but maybe a little bit of diversity might not hurt the show. Maybe they could maybe get a real Indian American to voice Apu to kind of get the real accent. And then, you know, Hank Azaria's got John Frank, Mo like comic book guy. And he's got like 20 characters, so Dr. No Nick. So it's, it's, he's not, Hank Azaria is not literally, he's just retiring one character. He's not actually mm-hmm. literally leaving all the characters that he's voiced. I mean, if he were to step down from all characters, well, then I would just say, no, I want him to stay. Yeah, it's not about um, Hank, really. It's about, should Hank continue to do the voice of this particular character? Um, I think he, through all the things I've read, it looked like Hank Azaria really took time to think about this. And his ultimate decision was just, yeah, it's not somebody I want to continue to voice. But I think if, my stance on a lot of these questions is, can the solution be accomplished with more speech? or less and i always want the answer to be more speech i I don't i'm not the kind of person who thinks that silencing people canceling people shutting people up is tends to be the answer so in this case i would the more speech uh version of solving this problem or this debate or this argument is find another person who's more fit and and to play a poo you know to voice this character who is clearly i mean one of the the most I don't know like it's just the most storied and um, human characters on The Simpsons. So I would hate to have you know a controversy bubble up and then somebody disappears. It just doesn't seem like a, a sustainable option. You know, it's not like something. And we've seen them do this with other characters. So they did it with Doctor Hibbard. They replaced. I think at this they're, point they're going to. They're, they're going to. They're okay. going to, but they're okay. not. They haven't done it yet. They're okay. going to. And so this has sort of been a reckoning in Hollywood in general, and is like okay, if you, you sort of have to be the person, uh, you have to have some link to the ethnicity or the group or the type of person you're playing. If it's a person of color, X, Y, or Z, and that opens up like a whole other crazy box of worms with those with movies and you know because some people would say well it's acting like like the the idea of acting is to be somebody else right so where do you draw that line but for voice acting i think it's a little bit more simple um this was just the linchpin on which people started talking about it first with the simpsons because he is such a revered character and such a um an old character i mean from the very beginning so just to wrap up this episode what happens is uh so Apu has that realization. He knows that, you know, he's not going to pretend anymore. Uh, but the resolution is that Lisa finds a loophole in the in what's called grandfathered amnesty, so that if if you take a citizenship test before Prop Twenty Four would pass, then you get to stay. So there's this whole montage, which means he has to study for and pass like a citizenship exam before the vote so there's a whole montage of him studying he studies with homer and it's like a hor- it's a, dis- not a good idea <laughs> it's like a disaster and so lisa takes him under her wing they study he passes the exam and it's perfect you know and um so the whole episode there's just so much there and like it's like so human and it's it, it's talking about our xenophobia it's talking about cultural identity it's talking about assimilation versus tradition like super interesting stuff all the while it's a very funny episode um i think you know season seven right for me between probably four and ten is like 
these uh, golden golden years of this show where they're doing stuff like this where they're they're examining they're skewering society they're doing satire but it's so wonderfully done that if you're it's also just a comedy show like it's so many things at once and that's why this show is uh, amazing and has lasted as long as it has so through the lens of a poo we can appreciate the simpsons which we obviously do and and just kind of do a deep dive on that so yeah i just thought it was super interesting and we'll see um where they what they decide to do i mean as of now a poo's not on the show right well, I haven't seen any of the later seasons to know if he's still on. I mean, but I mean, if if Hank hasn't isn't voicing him and they haven't replaced him, then he's not right. He could have his picture on the wall or something, but well, again, like I said before, he's not really gone. He's got tens of other characters to voice for, so he's still getting sure, paid sure. and he's still voicing on the Simpsons. Azaria is, but I mean, a poo, a poo. If he were pretending a poo is a person, he's essentially. Well, well, I can honestly, well, for me, I can honestly see them doing something like. You know, okay, he, some, so Hank Azaria is not voicing him anymore. They could easily write off Apu in a different direction. Like maybe he finally decides to go back to India mm-hmm. with his wife and his 10 kids. And they live in India for the rest of their lives. And they do all sorts of crazy shenanigans in India. Their traditions, right. their proud traditions, I should say. So this is a, this, you're just doing what you do best, which is fan theory and predicting what could happen next. Yeah. Predicting. Yes. But I don't see them running off Apu just yet because they still need to find someone else to voice him. But if they can't find anybody else, then stick with Hank Azaria. And I'm not gonna, this is, this is your opinion. I'm not trying to change it. So if you don't like Hank Azaria voicing Apu, then you don't have to watch The Simpsons. No one's forcing you or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Just, you know, if you don't... There's an old saying. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I'm not trying to shut you guys up or anything like that. Just, you know, it's... it's... I think to the credit of the documentary maker, Hari Karo... Sorry, I want to get it right. Uh, Kendabalu. Sorry, Hari. Um, Probably not right. And also Akash Singh, the comedian, like, they both sort of framed it in a pretty fair way, which is like, uh, especially the documentary was like very balanced. And I think he knew the reactions he would get from both sides by talking about this, but he did it in a pretty um, down the middle way. I think trying to be respectful and he comes out in the beginning and he says like, I'm a huge fan of the show. I grew up with it. He's like, but you know, this is how I feel. And then he interviewed a, a lot of other people and many among them, Indian Americans about their experience. So it's just a really, cool um topic to just dissect both american values immigration the simpsons is general and and just yeah so that was our deep dive it's officially the longest episode we've ever done um that's if we keep trending in this direction it's going to be a problem because we promised it would be like a half an hour easy to digest uh on your trip to the store kind of podcast but either way um this one i think deserved a little bit more conversation and we hope you enjoyed it so thank you come again